Today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. Tech Talk. Adam Oatfield, the president and CEO of FPM and FPM3 Marketing and Vacuum Man, uh, is with us. Uh, this program, of course, as always, brought to you by our good friends at Vacuum Man. How have you been? This is, how kind of a week has it been for you, Adam? It's been hectic, crazy, nuts. I can't even begin to tell you all the all the chaos I've been dealing with in a good way, though, Bill. I say this because you know I always get nervous with all the announcements that are happening. But we just uh, we added another truck. We got a new vehicle for Vacuum Man, so I'm just trying to get it ready to get on the road. Uh, as we're we've been very fortunate to be busy this time of year. Well, crawl out from under the truck there and uh, and spend some time with us here, okay? Put the wrenches. <laughs> put the wrenches. I know you do everything there. Uh, put the wrenches down and talk to us about a few other things. And starting off with Netflix. Absolutely. Netflix has a new announcement. And I, I, I wanted to kind of have this conversation with you, Bill, about what's going on with Netflix, because yeah. this one's a bit of a, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm going to tell everyone what it is, and then I'm going to give my opinion. And I don't normally do that. <laughs> right, Bill? No, I mean, we know that. So, you know, I kind of keep it internal. So here's what's happened, folks. Netflix has a new announcement. It's called a Kids Activity Report. And what they're doing is they're giving parents the ability to understand and connect with their child. So if you noticed on Netflix, uh, you might have noticed that if you're signing in and you've got an ability uh, uh, under preschoolers or preteens, you can now have this activity watch. And what it does is it gives parents more clarity as to what their children like. So so, for example, it says uh, you might enjoy watching superheroes, specific superheroes. It might be Batman or Superman or maybe it's a Star Wars uh, or Harry Potter. Anyway, they also come with a few other little elements in this report, of course, for parents that has a joke of the day. It may have some coloring pages you can print. And so Netflix is really trying to create a, uh, a report for parents that are going to be able to get a, a perspective of their children. So not only can you control and be aware of what your children are watching, but it also gives you that report to know what your child may like. Say you want to get them a Christmas gift or a birthday gift. Now, that's the summary of what Netflix is doing. I'm going to give my personal opinion. Netflix yeah. is like Google and Facebook. All I saw was this was like putting lipstick on a pig, icing over top of dirt. And what I see here is Netflix <laughs> trying to more or less make it sugar-coated of look what we're going to give you for collecting all this data of your child. So keep your children watching Netflix, folks, because we need that data. That's how we make a lot of our money. And, in fact, I just heard on the news report on uh, just a few minutes ago how Disney is now, uh, now upping the price by a dollar for some of the new programs. This is exactly what they're doing. They're really honing into demographic. This is what the Internet world is about. So I, I share this with you, Bill, and to all of our listeners, that this new feature, don't get caught up in the hype. I really want to go down to grassroots old school. All you got to do is just call, sit with your child and say, tell me who your favorite uh, uh, superhero is. Where is the connection with your child? Anyway, I share it. It's a feature with Netflix. Uh, and it's intended to give parents more information about what your children are watching. Well, and, and it goes back to the message I know you've been talking about for quite some time. When you use social platforms like this um, and you're giving information, uh, you're not just getting they're, – they're seeing the same information that you're seeing. Uh, and, and who knows where that's going to end up and who's going to be using it. I mean, even if it's not for nefarious purposes, as you say, they're going to do modeling on that for the sort of product that they want to put out there. But my, yeah, my point was going to be the same as yours. If you want to find out what's going on in your kid's life, talk to them. 
Uh, you know, actually, I, now I know I know this is a relatively new concept, but put the damn phone down and look at them in the, and talk to them, okay? That's that's a, a much better way to try to decide just what's going on with your kid and what they might want for Christmas, for instance. It's amazing what, what you can find out if you just speak to them, isn't it, Bill? But anyway, yeah. if you don't have time, you can obviously get your Netflix report and, and hopefully help you get, uh, determine what, what to get your child. All right. Here's another one of your favorites, Facebook. I mean, these guys are going through all sorts of machinations and contortions uh, to try to appease somebody and they end up appeasing nobody. Yeah, well, there's two parts to this, and, the, and Facebook is going to be a lot of hot topics. In fact, if things keep going the way they're going, Facebook might not even be a topic on Tech Talk if it keeps going at the, at the direction. That's a totally separate topic completely. First of all, Facebook in Canada, particularly Toronto, Montreal area, they got their hands slapped. And such to a degree that when you put an ad on Facebook, again, talking about the demographic and how they can get right down to the minutiae, of who it is you're advertising to from a region by postal code, by sex type, by uh, demographical uh, religion. They get right into the, the details. Well, I guess they finally got their hands slapped under a human rights issue pertaining to job postings and with uh, housing, rental properties. So it was discovered under a, a, a report that was done by journalistic uh, Canadian journalists that were doing some research, and they were able to determine that Facebook ads were very much targeting specific demographics, whether it was a female, whether it was an uh, uh, eth ethnic background. And so as such, when it comes to job postings, any kind of housing, you can't limit specifically uh, uh, advertising. Well, Facebook is now advising they're changing their rules. There's going to be a new algorithm. And if there's any type of ad that may come out that would be uh, uh, specifically about job postings or otherwise, that they'll be able to now uh, uh, void or not allow it to be posted. So Facebook is trying to tweak their algorithm in, in, in rights of human rights. And this was happening in Montreal and Toronto, by the way, Bill. Uh, so Facebook is going to police themselves. How's that worked out in the past? <laughs> you know, it's been an ongoing conversation for three years. We've been talking yeah. about their self-governing, and I think it's one of those, as long as you catch them, they'll change the rules. Well, that's why, you know, there have been some changes. I mean, Facebook has pivoted. Mark Zuckerman now has his, his court outfit, uh, the suit he always wears, because he's, he's in front of more judges right now than, than I don't know who. But uh, it's, it's just the, the way of the world, I guess. And you're right. These guys are not reactive to anything. They're, they're reactive, not proactive to just about anything. They get the wrist slap, and they said, okay, we'll change it, I guess, sort of. Yeah, and I, that's probably going to change. I'll have more details on the next upcoming uh, uh, week with Tech Talk. But right now with what's happening, and it's going to be intriguing with regards to the Senate, it sounds like they're about to break up Facebook, Facebook, WhatsApp, uh, and Messenger, and, or Instagram, sorry. And that's massive. Bill. So uh, right now it's in preliminary discussions. It's nothing really to, to comment about. But if it goes through, if the Senate in the U.S. says, Facebook, you need to break apart WhatsApp and Instagram, you need to you know, make them separate entities, Facebook may not be uh, a product that will be as large as, we, as Zuckerberg currently is worth. So we'll see what happens in the next week. I'll have more on, that ne on next week's Tech Talk on that degree. 
I, I don't know how comfortable I am feeling that you know feeling that that's that the U.S. Senate that's going to do something like this based on based on the questions, Adam, that they asked last year when Zuckerberg and his buddies of Facebook were before them. Uh, that, that they better do some research. I mean, you know, social media for dummies or something. They, they, all the senators should make that you know must see reading for what's going on because they didn't seem to be on the same page as just about everybody else. Yeah, I don't think they have a, a quite understanding under the uh, the premise of what it was. And I, I think from that, either they were more confused or it allowed them to go, we need to do something about this because I think there was a big joke going online about how they were uh, not up to speed on what's, how the Internet works or social media. So, uh, But the bottom line is uh, there is a lot of pressure right now. And, and just to caveat that, by the way, Bill, Facebook it will be the first followed by what I believe will be Amazon and then Google uh, and down down the line. I think this is this is one of those, the monoliths of, of monopoly of these social media platforms are about to be really shaken in the next couple months. Well, one of the big YouTube features last year was uh, was the senator's questions and, and some of the answers to it, too, which was rather comical, actually, to actually see them. So I'm not sure they want to go down that road again. Uh, let's talk about the hack of the week. Uh, this uh, Hey, the Russians are back at it, it looks like. Yeah, well, this one's massive to the degree that uh, our national security institution, which is references FireEye. FireEye is a is a government uh, private organization, but is uh, utilized a lot with the NSA, uh, used with the FBI. Uh, these this is the same group that was very much in, in place with security features with Equinox, if you remember, and and Sony um, when they were they were infiltrated and how they were able to lock and encrypt that data from being hacked. Well, uh, what happened was I guess. They, FireEye, the cybersecurity platform, which is, you know, uh, nefarious for being able to uh, protect and secure government bodies and otherwise, they got hacked. And this is a massive situation. So, uh, you know, I mean, to put it boldly and to give a, a bit of a perspective, think of it as, you know, where bank robbers are normally the hacker. Uh, what they did was they were able to hack uh, the FBI. So now they know the details, particularly when it comes to uh, how the FBI operates. How they how they institute security. This is this is a like I, I was quite stunned when I read that Fire FireEye being the cybersecurity firm being uh, infiltrated. And by the way, it's allegedly Russia. They're not claiming it, but obviously there's a lot of speculation. It was the Russian government that has resources to this. But FireEye was very active with regards to the election, um, putting security features in place with online elections. They were involved with a lot of major, as I mentioned, government bodies that are covered, including the FBI. So uh, they were infiltrated and their practices and algorithm have now been um, compromised. And we could be, I would think that this is so big that uh, new systems are going to need to be created and databases are going to need to be developed uh, for better, further protection, because it more or less just created uh, a, a massive vulnerability across many government networks right now. Pretty scary stuff. Uh, we always, when we start talking about phones, uh, pretty much evenly divide the time between Apple and, and Samsung. But I guess this week you want to give it a little love to the uh, Google Pixel 5. You know what? I, I've, I've had comments from listeners before where, you know, you know, there's Apple with Bill, Adam with Samsung, Android in general, and Apple in general. Well, Google Pixel 5 is being announced and it's coming out. And why Pixel is getting a little attention this week is that its Android operating system that's going to be released has some unbelievable features. And the Pixel 5 is going to come with a feature called Extreme Battery Saver Mode. And what does that mean? It means uh, days 
ease of battery use. It perfectly optimizes applications, uh, Bluetooth, Wi-Fi, cellular, otherwise. It's going to really revolutionize the length of which your phone can operate. It also has better security with Wi-Fi and Bluetooth uh, disabled for location data. Now, that sounds really cool, what I'm talking about, because we feel like we have a little more privacy. However, on a totally separate note, if we take the COVID app, Bill, if you recall how that works, which mm-hmm. is Bluetooth, small little signal, um, it, it disables that feature. So uh, right now with the new Pixel 5 coming on, it's got one of the best features I thought was cool is it's group talking. So it only works on 5G and Wi-Fi. So let me try to dumb it down for everyone. Imagine you're sitting in a house and the phone rings and you want to have, uh, you know, someone be able to get on the phone and you're talking to your grandma and uh, you have your children and you're like, grandma's on the phone. Normally you'd have to try and dial them in or get them to share a link. Now what you can do is literally push a button while you're on the same network and you now do group sharing immediately. Um, it's like pick up the phone. If I have to dumb it down even more, remember in the 80s it was like, hey, pick up the phone. Your grandma's on the line. Yep, you would yeah. be able to just pick up and you're talking, right? Well, that's the new feature in Android. They've got a new uh, group chat that you can easily just hop on a call right away on your own phone and you could be able to communicate easily. So anyway, the Pixel 5, really revolutionary with some of the, pro- with the new innovations it's got coming out. I do want to spend a little bit of time talking about Apple, though, and the iPhone, because uh, they're, well, they're getting some heat now, aren't they? Well, well, yeah, there's two things I want to talk about with the iPhone, and particularly the uh, AirBuds. So two things came out this, this past year. One, iPhone says we're no longer going to be giving you a charger or AirPods. Uh, or uh, listening ear pods uh, due to the fact that they had proven it was going to be a carbon saving environmental solution. We're using less plastic. We're not, we're not polluting the landfill sites and so forth. Well, uh, for starters, uh, Brazil has uh, in the country of Brazil right now, they've had actually pushback and they sued Apple and they want proof that the it's called the FP Foundation, and they want proof which they have yet to be given. Therefore, they're now challenging Apple in the iPhone 12 that they have to give a charger, they have to give uh, ear earpods because of the fact that the phone cost uh, is required. It's a necessity. You cannot expect people to be able to say, "Well, I really don't need a charger." Um, it's a necessity for the product to work. So I think this is going to roll out across. North America, Bill, you might be able, or we, everyone getting an iPhone 12, will probably be able to get a charger or uh, pods coming up very soon because Apple has only stated why it was a benefit not to put it in, but they haven't proven uh, the actual uh, results of that economic carbon-based savings in our environment. So anyway, sit tight, folks. Apple might be sending you a free charger. So obviously they're just going to do this instead of trying to fight this out in court then. Yeah, they're doing it in Brazil, and I can only imagine once they roll it out, if it gets enough push or enough uh, momentum, I believe that they're going to be getting a lot of scrutiny to say, well, wait a minute, if you can't prove it in Brazil, then maybe you need to you know, provide everyone in North America with those same uh, products. What, what, what would change from South America to North America? It doesn't make any sense. No, not at all. A uh, little history lesson here. Uh, Neil Armstrong, of course, back in 1969, was the first man on the moon. The question is, who's going to be the first woman? And uh, I think Jeff Bezos might have something to say about that. 
You know, we talk about Amazon and Jeff Bezos with way too much comments on what you buy online. But you know what? His Blue Origin, which is their space uh, version of, uh, you know, uh, Space Link, which is, you know, we have Elon Musk, we have Jeff Bezos. Anyway, he's now made a comment to social media that he's going to be putting a woman on the surface of the moon. And his mission is to be able to accomplish this uh, within the next two to three years. So uh, we're going to see space travel, not by NASA, but by a private organization called Blue Origin, which, again, is a little more ahead of where even Elon Musk group is with SpaceX. They've been able to land and take off with a rocket uh, well in advance prior to uh, prior to the situation of where Elon Musk was. So um, anyway, uh, Blue Origin is the name. If you haven't heard of it, you might want to look it up. But you you can expect to see Amazon's going to be uh, focusing on putting a woman uh, into space. Many, by the way, women. They they've got an incentive plan to uh, to prove that women are going to be probably the future space explorers uh, in the future. Under Jeff Bezos' guidance. Yeah, it's interesting about this. And even when we were kids in the early days, you'd watch these science fiction things, and you'd see spaceships taking off and landing. And then we saw the the real thing when we started the Mercury program, and then the Gemini program. And oh, you need a booster rocket. Oh, and it just drops into the ocean. And oh, there's a parachute. You can't really land. Uh, Bezos is building them the way they used to be when he was a kid. Really, I mean, it, it, this is a remarkable the technology. Absolutely. And the fact that it can be, ta- I mean, what we've always said is, yeah, the, the, the fact that it's a takeoff and you fall, um, this is this is revolutionary when it comes to the fact that we can, uh, again, take off and land multiple times and go to space. Um, it, it's, it's, we're not really that far-fetched from what we see in like Star Wars and Star Trek where, you know, you, you hop on your spaceship and off you go, uh, you know, interstellar travel, here it comes. Um, and, and it's funny because, like I said, I hear a lot about Elon Musk, but uh, Amazon is actually the biggest leader when it comes to space travel. It's a beam me up Jeff, not beam me up Scotty, I guess, from here on in. Uh, this is Tech Talk. We do this every Friday, 1135, brought to you by Vacuuman. Adam Oldfield, thanks so much for this. Have a great week. We'll talk to you next Friday. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.